Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. This was the fifth game of the season for WVU, and they lost it. It was a close game. Lost 56-54 to the Virginia Cavaliers. And spent a lot of time talking about gas in the tank math for the SMU game. I'll only mention it now in that gas in the tank is not something we can point to as the reason West Virginia lost this game, which is refreshing. You're in a bad place where you just say no gas in the tank. I don't know how much gas was in the tank, but there was some and was concerned about that because just looking at a calendar and how time works, only two days later, West Virginia played versus having six days of rest against SMU. But Virginia, completely different style. We're all familiar with the Virginia creed of <laughs> trying to anaconda you on the defensive end and try to first one to 50. That's where Virginia likes to play. And I was concerned that West Virginia could even get the 50 tonight. And they did and only lost by two. And West Virginia took advantage of how Virginia plays in that they didn't have to settle for zone. They played man-to-man pretty much exclusively tonight. Did well, I think, for the most part. And let's be clear, this is not a title a national title contending Virginia team. I think they're ranked on the in the fringes of the top 25, but that that's not a team that's going to go deep in the postseason. And maybe that'll change. It just didn't look like it didn't look like a bunch of NBA guys. We West Virginia has played Virginia when they've had uh, Brogdon and when they've had Parentes and when they've had these NBA guys and I don't know how many NBA guys are on that roster and yet West Virginia played them very tough and almost beat them and they almost beat them when two of the Mountaineer starters did not score you can be playing six guys you can be playing 12 guys you can only start five. And typically in my lifetime of paying attention to basketball, if you have two of your five starters not score, then you want to dig a little deeper, right? Okay, well, maybe they got injured at the beginning uh, or in the first half. Nope, not the case. These guys played a combined 58 minutes, and these two guys scored zero points. 
and West Virginia almost won. So that would have been wild. And again, refreshing to attribute the result of this game to su- to something other than gas in the tank. Uh, but one last thing about gas in the tank. Here's another strategy. I don't know if they'll implement this or not, but we saw this in the second half in the second half of this game. Technical foul replays. That's a great way to get some rest during a game. And it happened in the second half. Offrey getting pushed by Isaac McNeely. Quinn slapping the ball out of McNeely's hands. McNeely pushing Quinn. Virginia bench guys get on the floor. And all that has to be assessed. And referees have to go to monitors. And that takes time. Now, typically, that's real annoying. But for gas and the tank math, it's welcome. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, you guys don't know what you're doing, but you're going to the monitor and, and we get some free rest. Let's do it. So I don't know how they can. I don't want to propose that West Virginia find ways to get technical fouls. But just let's follow this logic. I mean, Ali is on the bench. He could come in and do a technical foul. Like, don't, a reasonable technical foul. Something that, you know, no no physical violence. But just something that would warrant a replay. You know what I mean? Or even if you don't go the technical foul route, if Ali just comes in and just does a flurry of fouls, like, hey, we need to break up this game. Ali, get five fouls in fairly quick fashion because we don't want you out there a ton. So every time somebody fouls, the game stops. And you've got a guy who's got five fouls. Regardless of his talent level, he's got talent to foul guys. That That's my guess. And so get him in there, get some rest. Because in the SMU game, Eiler was calling timeouts just to get a break. And if we're doing that, then, all right, I've already talked about too much gas in the tank stuff. Sorry. <laughs> this wasn't a gas in the tank game. This was a possessions late that matter how do they go west virginia is down one with a little over a minute left jesse gets fouled and misses the front end of a one-on-one that's that's something that leads to a loss or, or doesn't work in your favor so he misses the front end virginia scores on their next possession they go up three and really that's the difference of the game because instead of being down three if Edwards makes that, West Virginia's down one. If you have the same scenario of Quinn getting fouled, he makes three free throws. West Virginia's up two versus the game tied. And you're in a better spot to win. It doesn't mean that they win. It just puts them in a better spot. And so that's basketball reasons why they lost. Again, the whole two-fifths of your starters didn't score. But West Virginia, with all that happening, they could have rolled over. They were down 10 early in the second half, early part of the second half. Jesse Edwards gets called with his fourth foul with plenty of time left. West Virginia's down seven, and they could have just rolled over. 
and they could have played the gas in the tank card and we wouldn't have been none the wiser. But Edwards sits and then West Virginia makes a run with their best player on the bench. They take the lead and and took the game to the final possession against a a decent team. So kudos to that. You don't get moral victories. It's it's a loss. It feels like a loss. You go to Florida, you come back with zero wins. Not great. But we're five games into the season. West Virginia is two and three. And what do we know about this team? The first thing we know is that Jesse Edwards is the best player on the court when he's out there. He is as advertised, really good at basketball, both ends of the floor. Need him in there as much as possible with rest. And so Pat Sumnick got close to 15 minutes tonight on account of Edwards being in foul trouble. However, we can get it. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not proposing that Edwards get in foul trouble every game, but if it gets him not playing 38 minutes, then I guess I am saying do that. <laughs> but Jesse Edwards, as advertised, he's one of the best players in the Big 12 Conference. I can I feel confident saying that. We also know five games in that Quinn Slazinski, I don't know if he's West Virginia's second best player because I've got enough defensive lapses to question that. But offensively, which is where West Virginia needs the most attention and assistance, Quinn is absolutely the second-best offensive player. And we also know that Quinn is very active in communicating with his teammates and also with the opposing team. <laughs> I mean, it is a energy of – if. If Quinn was on the other team, you would be very annoyed by that guy. Luckily, Quinn plays in the Golden Blue and easy guy to root for. Is probably is he going to have a crotch grab incident similar to her buddy Eric Stevenson? I don't know if it'll it may be crotch grab adjacent, but my man is definitely swimming in those waters. And so we know that. He's a wild he's a wild card and he's the second best offensive player uh 5 games into the season. And so the other thing we know Jesse Edwards is awesome, Quince Lazinski's second best offensive player and we know that if gas in the tank if you throw that out, if that's not a factor, the results for this team are going to be dependent on getting offensive production from guys not Jesse and not Quinn. You've got to have that as a recipe for victory. For the first 28-plus minutes of this game, the the four other guys playing the bulk of the minutes for this team, they had zero field goals, 28-plus minutes into the game. And Jesse Edwards had a cape, and Quinn was making shots, and that's awesome. It's not a recipe for winning basketball games. I just I just haven't seen that. So five games in, here are the shooting numbers for the four guys not named Jesse Edwards, Quinn Slazinski, and I'm not including Pat Sumnick in this equation. Offrey, five games in, and he, let's he's a freshman, and he's played five total games in, in college basketball. 
the five games for WVU. He started his college career four for 18. That's 22%. Josiah Harris, he's a sophomore. He's He's got a degree, I think. They're pretty close. He's 10 for 39. He's 26% shooting. Seth Wilson, third year of college. He's 12 for 45 from the floor. He's 27%. He's shooting a pretty good clip from three, which is impressive. But inside the arc, five games in, Seth Wilson, two for 20. He's taken 22-point shots, and he's made two of them. And that's easy math. He That's 10% from inside the arc shooting. And then Kobe Johnson, 20 for 52, 38%. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And so those are your four guys outside of Jesse and Quinn. That's their shooting numbers. And those numbers are magnified because there's you can't look down the bench and like, he ain't got it tonight. You go in there and give it a go. You got to go with these guys. And I don't know how much better that's going to get. Hopefully it gets better. And that's going to be up to players getting better and coaches putting them in position to be successful. And I mean, it, but it, that is not good that I give you those numbers and say, the team's played five games. How many have they won? You wouldn't be shocked. And you would say, um, that that team would not have a winning record. And you are correct. They are two and three. There's 362 Division I teams. West Virginia, so far this season, they are 209th in turnover percentage. They started the season pretty good, but big turnover numbers against SMU, big turnovers tonight against Virginia. They're 213th in three-point shooting. They're 229th in free throw shooting because the bulk of those free throws are being shot by Jesse Edwards. And it's not expected for Jesse Edwards to be awesome at free throw shooting, but that's what's attributing to that. And West Virginia is 319th in the country in effective field goal percentage and 336th in shooting percentage inside the arc. 362 teams West Virginia is 336th in shots that they take inside the three-point line. And so why is that the case? I mean, I mean, let's be honest. The five guys that are currently starting, you could make the case that only Jesse Edwards and one or the other – I think only Josiah or Quinn would be the other starters if other guys that are in polos were available. And so these are role players that are playing, that are starting, that are for the most part early on in their college career or have in their 
college career been role players. And five games in, it just hasn't translated offensively. Now, Kerr will come back. And Kerr, I, the defensive numbers, which are not too shabby five games in, all things considered, I think the defense numbers may come down a, a bit with Kerr coming back because that defense is not a strong suit. But the offensive numbers should improve. But they are improving from a very low place. <laughs> and so when that when the shooting is bad, you've got to rely on offensive rebounding and you've got to rely on turnovers. And this team is not bad at offensive rebounding, but they do not generate turnovers. The 2-3 zone does not get you a ton of turnovers. And West Virginia played man-to-man tonight does not force a ton of turnovers. And so when you don't have those things to offset it, then you've got a losing record. And it all makes sense. And so that's the that's the picture five games in. We know what's going on as far as why guys are playing as much as they're playing right now. They didn't quit tonight, had a had an opportunity to roll over and and say we're wore out. How can we do this to, you know, playing two days later? And they didn't do that. And they hung in and they had a chance to win this one. This podcast is under the smoking musket umbrella. What does that mean? Well, what, like there's so many things under the smoking musket umbrella, smokingmusket.com. Great articles on WVU football and basketball. WVU football podcast, West by Pod. Jordan and Joel talking about the seventh win for the football team. Looking for eighth in the season finale against Baylor. Discord channel. Good conversations, conversations during games, outside of games, about all things WVU. And there's even channels for topics outside of WVU sports. Smoking Musket, at Smoking Musket on X. That's all the stuff you can find under the Smoking Musket umbrella. Smoking Musket. Do it. We did get some news on the Raekwon Battle waiver appeal front. It was not good. The appeal was denied. And so unless something changes, unless new evidence is brought to the NCAA's light or fill in the blank of what could possibly sway that decision from being denied to immediate eligibility, that outstanding Raekwon battle not going to play this season. And if you if you know what's going to happen, then tell somebody because I can't imagine any of us know how this is going to go. We've got some evidence of guys who have got their waiver denied, their appeal denied, and then new evidence was brought to light and were granted immediate eligibility. Those are the outliers. I don't see a ton of that in the news, but we do have precedents. And that's the bummer. First of all, it's a bummer that Raekwon Battle has one season of eligibility left and he's sitting on the sideline of a season that's happening 
and he's not going to play of what of where his waiver he clearly believes and the university believes that the NCAA criteria for being granted a waiver he doesn't make this move if he doesn't feel like that's going to happen and i can't imagine west virginia now this is the third of these for wvu you've got silverio you've got perez and you've got now battle where it gets to the i'm air quoting this finish line and the result is thumbs down i'm not going to read into that i'm just going to i'm telling you that that's a thing and how we get there on all three of those guys who have all different situations but all stem moving from their previous school to West Virginia because of a head coaching change. That's happening. But also, he he's not playing, and this doesn't feel final. You know, in a process, you should get to the end of the process. And yet there's like a shadow process after the after this waiver is uh, appeal is denied, which involves lawyers and it involves state attorney generals, plural, and it involves uh, a lot of parties. And I don't know how long that takes and it still could end with the same result. But for some reason, this doesn't feel final, even though it may be, it's only going to feel final when West Virginia finishes this season and Raekwon Battle plays for WVU or he doesn't. If this shadow process takes a while, then you run the risk of, well, why would I burn my season of eligibility, my one season left, for less than half of a basketball season? Besides, I just I want to get out of college. And maybe he does that, and maybe he says, all right, Fine. Thanks, NCAA. I'll play again. It'll have to be the 24-25 season. And selfishly for WVU, that may not be with the Mountaineers. Raekwon Battle could play college basketball next year and play it at a different school. I mean, I have, there's precedence there, specifically for WVU, of where this has happened. It's a weird path to get there, but I've seen it. It's just a bummer. It's a bummer for battle. It's a bummer that it's not final. Because at least if it's final, then you can kind of go to next steps. And it is going to next steps, but it doesn't mean finality. (laughs) It just means there is a possibility that Raekwon Battle, despite having his waiver denied and despite having the appeal denied, that he still plays for WVU this season. And so that kind of, uh, there's no closure until it is. And we'll see how the process goes. Not going to talk a lot about it into a microphone because I don't understand. I obviously, and I'm not the only one, I don't understand this process, which on paper looks very easy to understand. And yet... It's a it's a small number of words. It takes up probably a page if you printed it out. And yet it's extremely 
it's it's more complicated than that and that's obvious but the but the West Virginia's athletic director and West Virginia's head basketball coach called this decision a by the NCAA a grave decision and that you know that's uh of all the kind of decisions that is not that's one of the worst decisions if it's a grave decision West Virginia comes back home from Florida and will play in the Coliseum Sunday, November 26th, 5 p.m. We're back on streaming, back on ESPN+, and West Virginia will host Bellarmine. West Virginia's played Bellarmine a couple of times here in the last few years. Bellarmine, they, uh, they play slow, so... They are gas-in-the-tank, math-friendly opponent. This is a team that really doesn't try to dribble. Last time I checked, a lot of passing, a lot of moving the ball by passing the ball, and no wasted dribbles. So it's a fun style to watch. It is a curveball as far as defending it. West Virginia will be rested, and... Let's see, let's see in the Bellarmine game if West Virginia can get all five starters in the scoring column. That'd be nice. It, it also has been nice. It, Thanksgiving's coming up. Thankful, thankful that West Virginia played a couple of games Thanksgiving week on cable TV. Now they duck back in the shadows. <laughs> of the of the streaming exclusive club territory and i'll be there for it and i'm guessing you will be too and it'll be a chance for west virginia to get back to 500 that's it for this episode of unreasonable doubt listen on all the platforms or just pick one apple Podcasts, overcast podcast spotify podcast pocket cast podcast youtube until next time i'm josh with wvu for the 2023-2024 season, they have two wins and they have three losses. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.